Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. You are listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacy Heller and... Me, Eric Reiner. Hello, Eric. Hey, Stacy. How are you this week? I cannot believe it's March already. I know. It's going very quickly, uh, the year that is. And when are the Ides of March? I feel like it's like... The 15th. Oh, there you yeah. go. So we're not there. Yeah. Uh, so you got plenty of time to beware. Perfect. <laughs> That's right. Perfect. So, and hopefully we're going to make our way out of this lousy March weather. Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> it's Well, uh, although... Any day now. I will say I am enjoying the cold because I am so often complaining about how hot I am. That, you know, everyone else is in, like, full parkas and scarves and hats, and I'm, like, in, you know, a car coat and a t-shirt because it just feels so good. I'll tell you what, being 50 and a woman, it is (laughs) not for the faint of heart. Um, So, hey, if you can't tell already by the start of the show, this— If only we could harness that, by the way, to save energy— Oh, you know, my, right? Heat people's homes with menopause. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of brilliant. Like, just stick me in a corner and I'm going to radiate. There you go. Although I might radiate anger, too. <laughs> just, you need a fan in front of you going the other way. Right. And then, bam. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. It's like harnessing the power of the sun. That's right. Wow. See? That's what this show is about. So if you don't regularly listen and you've just stumbled upon this, uh, this show is about those kinds of wacky conversations uh, and, you know, that edutainment, a little bit educating, edutate, edutating, that's not it, educating and a little bit entertaining. Um, you know, we like to talk about random topics because uh, really fun tangents and ideas come out of them. I mean, I think we've come up with several inventions that oh we've saved the world many times i mean right i mean it is like without even breaking a sweat because i'm frankly well i am sweating um anyway if you enjoy what you are hearing guess what you can find past episodes that's right and you can even subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and then the podcast version which is come right to your inbox just Easy peasy. So when you're going on a long ride somewhere, you can listen to Eric and me. Right? So good. Um, if you would like to connect with us, you can do that by texting or calling 475-999-2726. That's 475-999-ARC6. A-R-C-6. Nice. I oh. like the arc angle. It's a new story arc. <laughs> right, or Noah's Ark, or yeah. the Ark of the Covenant, but uh, this is the sixth Ark, Ark Six. Ark Six. That's right. That's Which kind right. of sounds like a movie theater or something to me, like a Cineplex would be the Ark Six. It does. Come on down to the Ark Six and see the new Ant-Man. It kind of does. Did you see Ant-Man? I did. And what did you think? I thought it was fun. Uh, uh, Grace and Will, two of my kids, they saw it on Friday night, and they thought it was fun, too. They come back with a case of Quantumania? Because uh, I did. 
Did you? (laughs) (laughs) They yeah, they said it was really the whole night trying to shrink myself down. Did not work. (laughs) Well, honey, I shrunk myself. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, they they said that it was and they went to uh, the RPX version. So we uh, have a Regal near us where we live. That also sounds like one of our phone numbers. Yeah, it does, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Dial 475. RPX. RPX, yes. (laughs) RPX 2726. We did not pay the premium to get the customized number in case anybody hasn't figured that out yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, But they, uh, so they went to the RPX version, which isn't like the IMAX. It's supposedly the version where the screen goes kind of onto the sides as well. So it supposedly feels kind of like the Cinerama thing. Kind of. Yeah. and they said they were literally the only two people in the theater. Wow. So they were able to sit there, and neither of them are the type that like talking during a movie. You know, mm. it's like, be quiet, we're trying to do. But they said, you know, they could kind of like sit there, and they had the back center by themselves. And so they were like, we could kind of talk. Yeah. And it was kind of fun. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So um, I my have, theater was packed. Did you see it? Was that opening night? Was Friday? Or was it a week ago? No, it was, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago yeah. when it opened up. Yep. That's what I thought. Um, yeah, I really wanted to see 80 for Brady. <laughs> it's cute. Come on. Rita Moreno and Jane Fonda, Sally Field, and uh, Lily Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I when I saw the poster for that, First, I thought it was a joke, but then I thought, well, who is this for? And it's now for I me. know. <laughs> now I know. Well, you know what it is? It's that I have been watching uh, the show um, Frankie and Grace. Yep. Right. Grace and Frankie, yep. whatever it is. Um, and so I've been loving the interaction between the two of them as uh, actresses, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, that is. And so it just sort of made me like, oh, like, it feels like it would be fun. Also, who doesn't like Sally Field? She was the flying nun, for God's sakes. Sure. I just, you know. I, I don't get it. No, the football album. We talked last week how I've only seen like two sports movies <laughs> yes. in my lifetime. So. And I will tell you, yeah. watch Field of Dreams before you spend any money on, on 80 for Brady. Brady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, okay. So this is the part of the show. Sally Field of Dreams. Is that anything? Oh, Okay, that's a game that I used to play, actually, uh, where we would play a game where you tried to combine as many movie titles as you could to string them along, Um, like A Few Good Men in Black, and then, you know, like, you tried to string as many as you could. It's a classic parlor game. Oh, I didn't know. I thought it was a unique thing. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Wow. You know, I'm sure you put a unique spin on it, but, you know, this is, it's one of those parlor games, I'm sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's probably true. All right. Well, thanks for ruining my day. <laughs> Whoa. Come on now. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, isn't like the, the main gist of this show is kind of parlor games, well, you know, yeah. where we spin the wheel and talk about a topic, you know. And, yeah, it's true. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm all about the parlor game thing. Yes. Um. Okay. Today it is... International Rescue Cat Day. Oh, I, uh, I pretty much I have one cat that was the result of a teen pregnancy, <laughs> uh, a friend's cat uh, before 
they had a chance to neuter it, uh, ended up getting pregnant and had a litter of kittens. And so that's how we got Cole. But the other two are from rescues. And uh, it has generally gone well. And uh, I had a somebody on my show a while back who was talking about how she is an animal uh, whisperer, if you will. And I've pretty much hired her and I will be having a consultation with her uh, tomorrow, actually. And it should be interesting to see what's going on with my three cats who are all from different litters and different places and they're not getting along. Oh, well. Yeah. But they all look the same. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Maybe that's why they don't get along. Probably. They're like, ah. Opposites attract, right? Maybe. Maybe. Just ask MC Scat Cat. Oh. Isn't that with Paula Abdul? Paula Abdul. That's right. Yes. Oh, that's so cute. And then they were also- Again, we're on the cutting edge of references. Uh, Right? (laughs) We're not at all showing our ages. Um, But, you know, hey, if you're on the fence about rescuing an animal- Consider a cat. Consider an older cat. Um, But just consider a cat. It's International Rescue a Cat Day. So, you know, go go do it. Uh, It is also, uh, speaking of old cats, hey, it's Old Stuff Day. (laughs) Uh, Now, this was fascinating to me because I actually looked up what does that mean exactly on on this particular holiday, because I was like, yeah. okay, you know, like I'm old stuff, right? Um, and <laughs> thanks for agreeing. And <laughs> well, me too. <laughs> well, <laughs> We're okay. both old stuff. Yeah. We just made a joke about yeah. being old stuff. That's true. <laughs> so I looked it up, and it's like it was talking about you know thrifting things and right. like upcycling and recycling and all these kinds of things. And I learned something interesting. I learned that back in uh, Victorian England that. People were already thrifting then. Apparently, fast fashion was already a thing where the fashions changed so quickly, which probably meant like every, you know, 20 years or something, uh, that they would, people would bring their clothing to stores and people were thrifting. So I thought that was interesting that it really started with the Victorian age. Uh, Ye old goodwill. Right? Well, <laughs> Ye old goodwill towards man. Shoppy. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And then I learned that uh, gotta love the Christians because we, uh, we created an intersection between Christianity and commerce. And so the idea of, you know, donating items that you're no longer using and then they could be sold and the money that was made from the shop could then go to help people in need. Uh, all good. And, uh, you know, uh, just you, you mentioning uh, both Rescue uh, Cat Day and also the thrifting and the Victorian thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just reminds me that one of the biggest thrift store chains in the UK is the Cat Protection League. No way. Yeah, yeah. So you know how uh, over here, um, you know, we've got Goodwill and yeah. Salvation Army. They've got like uh, the various charities have their various uh, thrift stores. So Cat Protection League is one of the more popular ones. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Look at that. Oh, way to tie everything together. As is uh, Help the Agent, I think, is another one. <laughs> well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well. So that ties it into the old stuff day, too. Are you a thrifter? 
I, you know, I'm more of an online thrifter than I am a in-store thrifter. Okay. Yeah. All right. I have found that I really like to do it, and I have found that I'm fairly good at it. And I'm one of those shoppers, though, that, like, gets the feeling like, I feel like I need to go to, this happened to me earlier, so I can, it's very fresh in my mind. I feel like I need to go to Goodwill today. And so I did. And I walked in and I found a quite beautiful floor, uh, big mirror that goes like halfway up the wall with a nice frame. No dents, no scratches, no nothing pristine. It was $35. I found a couple of stools in a really fun teal color, 10 bucks each. Um Gotta love it when you score like that. Right? Yeah. I mean, it was like, it's just every once in a while I kind of go in and it's like I I just go because the spirit moves me and I <laughs> love finding things. And I just bought a CD from Goodwill off their eBay. Uh, really? eBay. <laughs> what CD? Page. Um, the B-52's debut album. <gasps> oh my gosh. Which oddly enough, I, I didn't already own. Actually, I think I owned it back in the day on cassette, but uh, I decided to get get with the times and get it on CD. Wow, you crazy. Now that it's uh, under $6. <laughs> hey, big spender. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, funny. I'll um, be getting down to Rock Lobster later this week. Oh, that's such a good song. It is. Uh, okay, and then the other thing that uh, we could, in theory, celebrate today is Egg McMuffin Day, but I don't really like Egg McMuffins. No, and I would suggest instead of getting an Egg McMuffin, you go get the new breakfast sandwich from Vance Dinkfelder that we talked about last week on the show that's at Dinkfelder's Deli, because that sounded fantastic. Right. It's like a bagel with the egg and salami. Come on. I know. <laughs> and you can get the cheese. You can get a nice shmia if you want. So much better than the Egg McMuffin. I'm like, that is uh, yeah. not something that deserves its own day. But yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, celebrate Egg McMuffin Day by, <laughs> it's not too late, by the way, just because you're listening to us in the afternoon. Right, or just go tomorrow morning. Yeah. Oh, see? You can extend it. You can have the holiday whenever you want. That's right. It's uh, not like <laughs> these are real holidays <laughs> by any stretch. Hey, they are on nationaldaytoday.com, so that makes them real. You want to know something funny, though? It, I I trust you implicitly. Uh-huh, uh, sure. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Uh-huh. And. <laughs> <laughs> but these are indeed ridiculous high holidays, yeah. right? They're, yep. they're not like well-known. That's part of the fun. Right. They're not like everybody's out there celebrating. But remember when we talked about uh, um, Tootsie Rolls? Yes. For Tootsie Roll Day? Yes. Another podcast, a food podcast that I listen to, very popular podcast, also celebrated Tootsie Roll Day with a Tootsie Roll taste testing. And I thought, Stacy was onto something there. See? I was on a <laughs> roll. Only, you were on a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> and, and speaking of, because we're just about into the regrets, I've had a few. I actually uh, mentioned, is it even meant to be chocolate, right? Yep. And then, so I looked it up, and it turns out in the first sense, sentence that it is cocoa-flavored taffy. Okay. So it's like chocolate taffy, uh, Tootsie Rolls. But, you know, what's uh, what threw me off on that is that, it you know, you I've had the, like, chocolate taffy that sure. you get, you know, the, the saltwater taffy. 
and they taste different than totally a tootsie different. roll, and it's a somewhat slightly different consistency. So, um, but yeah, apparently it meant to be <laughs> chocolate taffy. Uh, Tootsie Rolls. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think what threw us off is when we were looking it up, it was talking about how it was like developed. Yes, you've got the you've got the whole history. I just read like the first sentence of yeah. Wikipedia or whatever, and it was like <laughs> cocoa flavored <laughs> taffy. Okay. Okay, that's what now I understand finally what they're going for. See, so did it make you want a Tootsie Roll? Uh, you know, Tootsie Roll is one of those things like. If it's in the room, up for grabs, I'll probably have it, but it's not something that I'd seek out. I also think that uh, I am one of those weirdos that I think the, you know how there's like the little tiny ones that you can get, and then there's the long like stick version, and then there's the more like chubby one. Square ones, yeah. Right. I am somebody that likes the long, skinny ones or the little tiny ones. Like to me, like there's there's something about like the size of the different ones that I'm like it just tastes better to me, yeah oh. whatever. Okay, <laughs> We've, I'm a complex character. Uh, and hey, speaking of complex characters, happy birthday to Dr. Seuss, and uh, also John Bon Jovi. You have both given us some ridiculous entertainment over the years, and we appreciate you. So happy birthday to those two gentlemen. One is still living, and one is not. Right. We'll let you figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) People are frantically looking up. Did John Bon Jovi die? No, No, he's still around. He's still around. Um, Bon Jovi, here's a who, by the way. One of the classic albums. (laughs) (laughs) He hears the who for the first time. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, hey, Horton, did you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I'm going to go into music now. Exactly. Uh, I just heard the who. Oh, that's kind of funny. We're very funny. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, any other regrets, by the way? Um. Yeah, no, I, I think that was my big regret that I was unable to find out <laughs> that Tootsie Rolls were meant to be chocolate. There you go. Uh, or at least confirmed that uh, last week during the show. So. See, I'm just the right amount of crazy. All right. Uh, Well, then let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, our topic this week, we're going to be talking about whether we prefer a warm weather vacay or cold. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Stacey Connects. It's not just my business. It's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, J.D.K. Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. 
Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk with your co-host, Stacey Heller, and the other co-host. Hey, it's me, Eric Ryder, and we just confirmed during the break that you are, in fact, not crazy. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> tripling down on that. Yes. Clearly, I have, like, an, a, a complex of some kind. Um, okay. Well, I... I'm just going to go back to this. Probably when I had the holiday that was orange wine, that was the thing that made me feel better because way back once upon a time, it was orange wine day. And I remember talking That's about right. this. Yeah. And then when I was in Italy, we had a whole uh, session, a wine tasting with this guy in Italy, and he was talking about orange wine. And I was like, oh, I know about this. So turns out that. Uh, that National Day today knows something. (laughs) And we're all learning for it. Okay, so let me set the scene. You have a full week off of work. You've got both weekends. Gertie is being taken care of by somebody that you trust. You have money that's been saved, and so you don't have to worry about that. And you're off on vacation. Where are you headed? Hmm. Yeah. That's I mean, good... I know Ireland and <laughs> I know the UK and all that. But let's say your choices are I'm heading somewhere where it's cold or I'm headed somewhere where it's warm. I mean, it depends on, you know, the time of year, really. Well, that's um, a very practical response. <laughs> like right now, since we're in March... You know, uh, I had a dream about uh, Iceland last night for some reason, um, and it just reminded me how much I'd love to get back to to Reykjavik, Iceland, um, and, you know, actually explore more of Iceland would mm-hmm. be amazing because um, it's just really friendly people, mm-hmm. good food. They Even though they speak Icelandic, they also all speak English right. <laughs> probably better than we do. Um, and uh, it's a striking, like, physical landscape, the country there. Um, it's, it's uh, I remember thinking, like, this must be what the moon looks like <laughs> for parts of it that we're driving through. So, um, I, you know, I don't have necessarily a preference between hot and cold, but it just seems like a lot of the culture that I want to see is in the cold, the colder uh, places <laughs> like Ireland, uh, the UK, and Iceland, uh, and and France uh, can also be you know very hot and and warm and uh, you know they're all beautiful places and Iceland never really gets that warm so going in the summer is a good time to go because you're right around you know sixty five degrees or whatever. Um, Isn't there all kinds of like springs and stuff there? Hot geysers. geysers yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and they do have um thermal uh That's what it is. Like thermal pools or something. Yeah, thermal pools and in fact that's how they make all their electricity. Uh because the steam they're able to power turbines uh turbines um and uh you know make all their electricity really clean. Like the uh, menopause idea. Yeah, and exactly. <laughs> and one of the, uh, and it's cool because they've got hot water for all the homes too, and they just pipe the thermal hot water from the pools into people's houses, and they use that. And the the downside of that is you get a kind of a sulfur smell okay. when you use the hot water, uh, but it's not that bad. 
Um, and so they've come up with really kind of interesting ways to make use of this, you know, uh, natural wonder. Like they um, will heat like balconies and homes just by running uh, the pipes uh, through the walls or underneath the like a balcony. Um, oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. So not only are they making the electricity uh, super clean, uh, they're also, you know, cutting down on electricity use to begin with just by using that hot water. So, sure. Yeah, it's really a, a very cool place. So I'd love to get back there at some point, dip in the Blue Lagoon again, um, which is a, a big uh, pool, basically, mm-hmm. that's with the, the hot water, the geothermal hot water. Um, and a volcanic, it's like a volcanic bowl, basically, okay. <laughs> that they filled with the water. And it's, yeah, it's an amazing, amazing place. So uh, that's the first place my mind goes to. But I would also love at some point to get to places like Bermuda or Hawaii or these other places. I just, it hasn't happened yet. I haven't yeah. had the, the time or the whatever, the uh Something drawing me there right. to, to make it happen yet. Well, so a couple things. One, Pete really wants to go to Iceland. He wants to do, he read somewhere uh, about these, uh, like a bubble hotel or something that you can stay in. And, you know, it's like you are basically in this clear thing on the edge of wherever and you're okay. able to see like the lights and you know the yeah you thing. got the northern lights right? and yeah it's beautiful and if you go in a particular part of summer it doesn't get dark it's just daylight so i'm not sure if the bubble's great for that if they have curtains maybe you can pull over <laughs> so you get sleep I'm, right because otherwise right. you've got daylight uh, all night long and no sleep yeah which you know that sounds hideous uh, <laughs> but that's an interesting place to visit that is definitely on pete's list now, here's my deal. So I agree with you on the places that I think it's fun to travel. It's not necessarily a like sun and surf type thing uh, because there's so many places in the world that, you know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to go. You know, I haven't been to Ireland. I'd like to go to Ireland. Um, you know, I've spent I spent some time on our honeymoon in uh, France, but. That wasn't great. So I feel like I need a redo. Um, you know, I've never been to any parts of Asia. So lots of places yeah. like that. Um, and I'll just say this. Last time I was in Ireland, it was over 80 degrees <laughs> for the whole week that I was there. Oh. So it was quite warm. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was interesting because I've been uh, a couple of times before where it was more like, you know, 65 to 75. So it was for it to be between 80 and 90. Uh, the whole time it was it was interesting it was like here you know when we have like really nice days it was yeah. really nice so yeah um, that's kind of cool you just never know well, uh, but going in the summer if you can for any of these cooler places is great and then trying to schedule the winter trips i would think uh going to a place like hawaii would be great in like you know march or or february yeah and it feels like and not to take anything away from uh like you know, going to Hawaii, which has such a rich culture and everything. It's funny, though. It's like people don't think about going to Hawaii necessarily for the cultural ac- uh, aspect, right? It's like, oh, I want to go someplace that's warm and sunny. And then right. by association, oh, let me check out the local 
stuff that's going on, right? Yeah. Um, they just want most people, I think, going to somewhere like Hawaii or Bermuda. They want to just have a place to go be warm and relax, you know? And then any like culture uh, on top of that is just icing on the cake, it right. seems like. Yeah. Versus the reverse, where, right. you know, like you're going to some place in Europe, presumably, because you're like, ooh, I want to go learn about and see and the do. culture, the history, and all right. that stuff. Yeah. I will say, though. Um, the and you kind of had best of both worlds, if you will, when you went to Italy. I did. Yeah. I had amazing weather and I got to go learn uh, so much about like the uh, Umbria and Rome. And that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, here we are uh, in March in like a lion out like a lamb, supposedly. And um, I am wanting the sun. And. I'm kind of itching to go someplace warm. Now, as a natural, fair-skinned redhead, going someplace warm is always a danger. Yep. <laughs> However. Same here. Right? Um, I'm not a redhead, but, you I, know. You're fair-skinned as well. I need well. plenty of sunblock. Let's yeah. Put it that way. <laughs> and it, I have such a romantic notion of what a like a sun vacation would mean, whether, yes. you know, people go to Palm Springs or California or Hawaii or Bermuda, as you say, or the Caribbean or Mexico. Or Florida, yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, like, oh, I'm just going to sit out by the pool. I get so bored. Same. Like, I, right? I have this romantic notion that, like, oh, you know, maybe if I was at some really swanky hotel and there's like the swim yes. up bar or something and I'll be amused. And I'm like, no matter how nice and fancy this place is, I am bored and also sunburn. And like, now what are we going to do? <laughs> so I, maybe I'm just not good at shutting down. Yeah. I, I think I suffer from that as well. Yeah. Because I do feel like uh, the idea of going skiing is hideous to me because as somebody who has only skied a couple of times, shout out to the Riley family who put up with me the couple of times that I went skiing on Gore Mountain with them. Um, I don't know who it was more upsetting for, me or them. Um, so the whole cold weather vacation thing Remember last week I mentioned the bruises on my knees from going curling? Like, I am not that winter sport gal. That said, hey, listeners, if you have some place in, like, Whistler or some place that you go to and you need someone that can make your house, like, cozy and have some cookies so that when you come back from a day of skiing or a nice charcuterie board or something like that, I'm your gal. Like, I would totally hang out inside by the fire and, like, read and bake and cook and be very content. Sounds like you'd be, like, a good uh, a good person to sign up for something like a house swap. Yes, you know? totally. People that want to come visit Seattle and you could go to Umbria or wherever, you know, and stay at their house. They could come stay well, at but your I house. Like yeah. the, I like the idea, though, of having people there. Or Aspen there, or whatever. Yeah. Right? Like, I want... I want somebody to ask me to come along mm. and not expect me okay. to go snowshoe or like cross country ski or ski <laughs> ski or even sled or ice skate. Like, no, 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 no. Like, let me, I'll do a little shopping. I'll eat out. But like, let me just keep the home fires burning. And 
that sounds amazing to me. But the cold weather, like truly cold weather, like let's go to Aspen, let's go to, you know, someplace. I'm like, not a fan. Do you ski? You don't ski, do you? I don't ski, no. Did you ever try skiing? Uh, you know, I think was it like fourth grade or something? I heard about Sonny Bono, and I said, you know, I I guess I don't really want to ever try skiing. Wow, that so, really had an impact. Uh, it, I mean, it, he really did. <laughs> I mean, he did, and it did. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My my experience. Uh, my friend Jenny, her family had a house that I think they shared with other members of the family, and uh, they were like, "We'll take, we'll take Stacy skiing," and you know, like, how hard could it be? And like, it just didn't start out well. Going up the bunny hill, apparently, you're not supposed to sit down on the tow line, and I was like, "Well, then why is there a bar under me?" And like, it makes sense for it to like to sit on if there's a bar you sit on it and so I kept stopping that up and it was just it was not I was not made for it but the hot chocolate and whipped cream man all about that apres ski exactly <laughs> exactly so I'm essentially a snow bunny um and I you know I have to correct myself because I just looked up Sonny Bono and apparently he passed uh in 1995 so I was well out of school but I I I do remember at that time thinking, yeah, I made the right decision of not going skiing. So uh, yeah. I think I was like more like 20 at that point. But yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I kind of got to the point in my ski education. Well, here's what I'll say. In hindsight, probably they should have just stuck me in ski school, but they were kind enough that they wanted to show me how to ski themselves. And I think that uh, can you imagine like a fifth grade version of me? I mean, I had a lot to say. <laughs> I had strong opinions. And I was like, how about I just sit here and wait for Snow Patrol to come and get me? Not the band, the people. And um, I I probably was not amusing after a little while. but uh, But it was fun. I mean, it was like it was an experience. I'm always up for an experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So at the end of the day, did we really answer the question warm vacation versus cold <laughs> vacation? Well, there's so many factors. You know, like I said, it's the, the time of year that you have the vacation, whether you want to just relax or whether you want to uh, experience more culture. Um Here's another factor. What languages do you speak? All those things. But uh, for me personally, um, I'm I haven't decided where my next vacation place is going to be. But I think I'd like to get uh, back to Iceland, as I mentioned. But I also would love to visit Greece, and so I think uh, my next vacation may have a little of both. Look at you. How about you? Have you thought about your next vacation spot? Uh, I feel like I need, I need, uh, a quick jaunt someplace warm. And so I'm thinking maybe a trip to California just to feel the sun. Because the thing that I was going to add that is, is important is like, it's the sun piece. And so 
I think that's why I feel like I could go someplace cold. Like we have a lake house and in the summer months, you know, it's it's beautiful. The sun's out. You can sit outside. But in the winter, I love it just as much because the sun is out and it may be freezing. And yet that blue sky and sun, it's like, oh, this is amazing. Plus, I'm <laughs> overheating anyway. So sure. Um, <laughs> But the the sun is is the thing, and man, okay. the sun is gorgeous in Greece. I am thinking that I'd I like hear. to go to Greece. I have two friends that went this past summer, and both had amazing experiences. Mm. So I can give you the four one one. Yeah, I like that. It's you know every picture I've seen just looks amazing. I love Greek food, and you know the Greek people I've met have been super friendly. So I think it's one of those places I'm definitely definitely going to have to get to. But I also remembered that, um, like, domestically, I was thinking about maybe a vacation um, getting back to uh, North Carolina and visiting the Outer Banks. Um, so I might do that this summer. There you uh, go. And that's, uh, for people that don't know, the Outer Banks is like a strip of beach that uh, it's actually a few islands that are in a strip. And I can't remember how long. I want to say maybe about 100 miles um, yeah, it's a long strip. With a highway that goes through it, but like some part you have to take a ferry to get to the next uh, island. And it's um, Cape Hatteras is probably the most famous mm-hmm. place there. Kitty Hawk, also very famous. But um, I I went back east when my dad was stationed on Fort Lee in Virginia. Okay. Uh, back when I was in, I want to say, ninth grade um, and visited him. And we uh, took a little trip and uh, went and visited all those places, and I remember it just being amazing, mm-hmm. um, really spectacular. Yeah, so uh, I'd like to do that, and I, it, that was the only time I've ever visited the other Washington as well, uh, mm-hmm. D.C. So um, I think, yeah, I'm thinking of a of a trip there. All right. It's, uh, it's going to depend on if I can find somebody that Gertie trusts. Well, <laughs> never mind if I if I trust them. If Gertie trusts them too. To watch her, then uh, you know, I think we can make this happen. Yeah, I mean, it's an important uh, thing to think about. Um, I love that. I love that. That's where you're thinking about going. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm in need of sun. Really, that's what it comes down to. And uh, I think I shared. We talked about uh, Cape Hatteras and uh, the Outer Banks maybe a couple episodes back, and I was saying that I uh, used to go to Kiowa, and I loved it there, uh, which is in um, South Carolina. And the Carolinas are beautiful. Yeah. And those long, long beaches and, you know, the tall grasses, and it's really just gorge. I think it's going to be a good summertime getaway. I think so. Yeah. I definitely think so. And um, I may know a dog sitter for you. (laughs) Fantastic. So we'll take care of that. Uh, I'd be curious if uh, people that are listening to the show, uh, what did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? What are the factors that you think about? Uh, What do you think? Warm, cold, culture, uh, sitting down. Do you get bored? Uh, You know, let us know what you think. And you know how you can do that? I'll tell you. You can actually call and leave a voicemail, or you can text 475-999-2726. That's 475-999-ARC-6. That's right. Hop on your ARC and 
go a traveling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Get your groups of animals together and uh, exactly. sail off to a uh, toasty vacation. Oh my gosh, have you ever done a cruise? I haven't. Yeah, and and you know, there's some aspects of it that appeal to me, but more aspects that don't appeal to me. Uh, making it unlikely that I'll probably (laughs) be cruising anytime soon. I've done a couple different ones, and, uh, you know, it's another topic for another show. For sure. There is an all-you-can-eat ice cream buffet, usually. Well, that's always positive, but on the other hand, being jostled around (laughs) on the ocean (laughs) waves after eating all that ice cream doesn't sound all that appealing to me. That is fair. That is very fair. All right. Um, Well, speaking of uh, eating delicious things, our next segment, of course, is with Vance Dingfelder of Dingfelder's Delicatessen and Nourish Catering. Who knows what culinary chaos he will lead us into this week? We'll be right back. Let's find out. Whether it's fly fishing or French pastry, we all have something that makes our tail wag. Involuntary and instinctive, it's sparked by excitement, inspired by purpose, and it speaks to who we are. I'm Stacy Heller of Stacy Connects. I lead clients to the place that makes their tail wag. As a creative director, I bring ideas to life. As a podcast producer, I give ideas a voice. Stacy Connects, it's my superpower. If you want to connect with me, Stacy Heller, go to stacyconnects.com. Don't ask me to talk. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. You know what time it is. That's right. It's our favorite part of the show. It's the time where we get to talk to the Lord of the Sandwich, the King of the Kanish, the Duke of the Deli, the Baron of Breakfast. Well, <laughs> He's got a breakfast sandwich on the menu anyway at Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Vance, sir, how are you? You know, it's the eloquent Eric who has a vocabulary that just is dreamy. Right. You know, the baron of breakfast. So, <laughs> so I have to say that we're getting excited because our menus are almost done. And as soon as we get those menus hung, we can then start some breakfast we can change our hours and the most important thing that we're going to do is we have the reuben so not oh, i love a good reuben a reuben and people love the reuben i can't tell you i think it's gonna it's gonna be crazy how many people order the reuben um it's it's a monster of a sandwich and it is we, I made them for people yesterday, the day before. Don't come in and start asking. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Yet. But, but somebody, you know, somebody was from out of town and they said, can you make a Reuben? And I'm like, yes. And then I have this one person who's ordered Rubens for me. She comes in maybe twice a year. <laughs> and she's a regular. Hey, <laughs> I mean. With her husband and their two friends. And she begs me to make her a vegetarian Reuben, which Wait. is a Reuben that is doesn't have any meat. Okay? I know, like, which, that's, there's got to be a different name for that. Yeah. Like a ruby. So, Sa- sauerkraut sandwich. Reuben, <laughs> right, that's a thing. That's with corned beef. Yes. And there's there's a Rachel, oh. which is pastrami. That's, how, that's a Rachel. So I figured we'd make the, the vegetarian one a raven. 
Okay. Oh. All right. And like raven, somebody, like the bird? Like a raven, yeah. Like yeah. a raven. All right? right. People are raving about it's it. So That's so Northwest. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. It's not and a very then, Jewish name. Now, wait a second. Okay. Somebody came in yesterday. Okay. And their name was Eric. <laughs> oh. Not this one, and but. They asked for a turkey Reuben. Sounds pretty good. And I'm like, you know, a turkey Reuben. I've never, ever made one with turkey. So we made one. And lo and behold, we're going to put a turkey Reuben on the menu. <laughs> I love it. And, you right know, I, I thought about because this guy, you know, his, 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 he, they came in to see the Bruce show. Oh, yeah. Portland. And they, they came in to see the Bruce show. And Springsteen, that They is. almost got me to go. It was pretty close. <laughs> so you know what this weekend is? What? Oh, my gosh. It's Purim. Oh. Do you know what, do you know what Purim? Purim. Uh, <laughs> a a know. cat's favorite holiday. Yes. <laughs> it's a cat's favorite holiday. Exactly. Okay. Um, it is. It's one of the Jewish holidays, yeah? It's an, you listen, the Jews, they were persecuted. They survived. They 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 came out of it. What do we do? We eat. <laughs> <laughs> so so the traditional thing that we eat so is Haman's hat, right? Haman was um, the evil advisor to King Ahasuerus in Persia. This is Persia now. The Jews of Persia. And they plotted to kill all the Jews. Okay, seems it's a thing. Look <laughs> at history; people just want to wipe us out. So, so the courageous actions of Queen Esther and her cousin Mordecai—you know Morty, yep, don't you know yep. Morty? <laughs> yeah, I do. You know Morty and Esther. Place, you know, <laughs> live down the Morty hall. Morty and Ike Electronics over on Blinka Street. You know. <laughs> They'll give you a deal. Tell Vance sent so, you. So, so Morty, Morty and Esther literally saved the Jews. And Esther was the queen. So typically, this is a celebration of, it's the, the only holiday that you, you're supposed to get drunk, <laughs> which is hysterical. Okay. Everybody, all the kids get dressed up. Even the adults get dressed up. You dress up in costumes, right? What it's are the costumes? Those parties. Like, and you dress up as, you know, either, either, you can be Haman, right? There's Haman's, there's, there's Asuerus, right? All the people of the story. Okay. And the story is called, what is it called? The Spiel. No way. <laughs> That's eat, where we get that. You eat Haman's hat. It's called a Hamantaschen. And I know you've heard of Hamantaschen. Yes, I have. It's that triangle cookie because Haman wore a triangle hat. Oh. Okay, yeah. It's all making always, so much there's sense. There's always a reason. <laughs> In Judaism, there's always a reason well, for everything. Very practical so, yeah. people. So so Haman's hat is the Hamantaschen. You fill it with fruit, all different kinds of fruit because it's springtime. And that's what we, we pretty much do. And you read this thing called the spiel. Kids get the groggers that make the, you know, the rrr, rrr, rrr sounds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. That was pretty lame. That's, that's but, fun. 
you know, and every time in the spiel that you mention the word payment, <laughs> you drown it out with the groggers. Okay. So, you know, you have to know us getting us getting, you know, liberated. That's what we do. All right. <laughs> you know, um, and then we, and we celebrate at Quorum. It's similar. Um, it's around the same time. And then what, what happens next next month is Passover. Yep. So if you really look at it, it's like a month before Passover, right? Um, it is a thing that happens. And it's, you know, coincides with, you know, Lent. Lent is going on right now, right? Yeah. So this and is kind of like the Jewish Fat Tuesday in a way. Or Mardi Gras. And Fat Tuesday, yes, yeah. yes. You know, of course, this was, you know, uh, timeline. You know, I don't know the timeline, but I know, let me see if I can figure that out. I don't know when exactly it was in in, in the history. Time was concerned, but I'm going to have to get back to you on that, okay? All right, All right. well, that's, see, that's yeah, what next that's, week is that's for. That's a great question. But anyway, so we're doing those that we're, you know, and they are a thing. We're going to probably sell, oh my gosh. We'll probably just sell a thousand of them. A thousand of these. The hamantash and the hamantash. And what's so cool is we do apricot, we do uh, strawberry, we do chocolate chip. With you know, there's there's believe it or not, the prune is amazing, and the poppy seed is also really good. There's also um, you know, and I should know this. Um, there's things associated with the fillings, right? So, but the poppy seed is is called mun and one of my favorites. Um, the prune is also a favorite. And then you have raspberry, apricot, strawberry. We do a cherry almond. Ooh. We do chocolate chip that we dip in chocolate. We do a Nutella, <laughs> which is, <laughs> let's just say, that's really a good one. We always sell out of Nutella. Um, and we do chocolate dip with sprinkles for kids and it's just a fun time that we do things, you know, do, make the hamantashen for everybody. And they're really popular. What's come out of it was our fillings for the rugula, right? And the filling for mm. our linger tarts. Because these fillings that I've been making for years, the apricot is just amazing. And, you know, we make it from all dried fruits and things like that. You know, there's other people that do walnut prune kind of thing i kind of stay away from the nuts because of you know dietary sure of course but yeah i advise you to come down this weekend and grab some hamantasha okay sounds amazing Uh, okay i hear you actually i have come on down i have a tray that i need to return to you oh you know what i you know you know know those silver trays (laughs) yeah you want to bring them down (laughs) Do I still we're have open, them? We're open for dine-in, right? Yeah, all right. I'll look. I know I have a white tray. Them. I'm just going to say. Okay, okay. What are you guys doing this week? Well, well I'm going to be out shopping for Miss Loach Mano. Uh, but aside from that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not sure. Mano? <laughs> yes. How do you pronounce it, sir? <laughs> what, the, the hamantashen? No, the, the Miss Loach Mano or... Manet, uh, you know, it's the it's the baskets of sweets that you're supposed to give out on Purim. Oh, the basket of sweets that you're supposed 
Okay, where did you find this? <laughs> <laughs> I look it online. This is a thing. It must Google be true. Online. Did you Google it? I did. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm talking about, right? A Purim basket? No, it's... no, no. no. I, I never, I, I'm, there's something with how you're saying it that I just don't know. M-I-S-L-O-A-H-C-H-M-A-N-O-T. Oh, Lashmanot. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Lashmano. <laughs> it sounds like you're going, Lashmano? I'm like... You're talking to a Gentile here, sir. I know, exactly. <laughs> Be gentle with the Gentile. <laughs> you got a fishing rod in Rio? What is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it is about spring and fruit and those kinds of things, and that's what it does. But you're right. It is, it, you know, and the funny thing about it is the adults are encouraged to have some schnapps. I love that. And that that they do, you know, including the rabbis when they're doing the spiel. It's (laughs) so much fun to to really just watch it because the kids are enamored. The adults are a little lit. Hammered. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Kids are enamored. Adults are hammered. Hammered on Purim. (laughs) Sounds like a party. And we're we're reading the spiel. And it is a party. And you get to eat, right? How bad could that be? And not bad at all. Well. Come down this weekend. All right. I'll have some. I'm in touch with I, I, I want to say Okay, I think Vance went into a tunnel because. Uh, I'm going to put him online to pick up on the fourth. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's my job. Uh oh. I'll do that tomorrow or, or Thursday. I think we got the gist of it that uh, this weekend, Dinkfelders is the place to be. Great to talk to you as always, sir. Have a very happy Purim. And we'll talk to you again next week. Eric, maybe we need that turkey room after you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> about this turkey I know named Eric. <laughs> <laughs> named it after you. Perfect. I love it. Thank you guys. Take care. Take All care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Bummer that we lost him at the end. However. That's okay. We, that's okay. There's always next week. That's for sure. And uh, we got to find out what we're talking about next week. Oh, yeah. Bring a guest. Now, are we supposed to bring a guest or are we going to talk about bringing guests? No. We, one of us, will have to do like rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, we'll have to bring a guest. All right. All right. So we'll we'll do that uh, after and uh, we'll leave you in suspense who our guest might be. I like it. All right. So have a great week, everybody. Apparently next week we're bringing a guest. Fantastic. <laughs> Have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. 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 Talk.